Guardians. Um, I, I thought I was saying eyes up, but the, like I want to be. I try. I like it just didn't feel right. Um, what is going on, folks? The, this is the first ever episode of Cosmodrome Radio. We are broadcasting on all frequencies, as Zavala would say, and we are trying to reach out to every guardian we can and, and ha- enjoy this amazing show with us. Um, this is a podcast all about Destiny Two, our one of our favorite games in the, in the whole world, and we're gonna sit here as some weird ass guardians. And having a, a fun time here, um, th- like th- th- this is gonna be a weekly show where we talk about the game and what's going on and new things like that. Um, this, 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 this is like a new experience, so we're gonna have fun with it. Um, um, my name, my name is James Portis. Um, my, uh, my uh, gamer handle for those who uh, see me on the interwebs is Panda the Paladin. I'd be out here slaying. Being the the greatest titan that ever lived next to Saint Fourteen himself, um, you can find me on Twitter at James C Portis Three. Um, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. Uh, we might, I'm, I haven't decided if I'll make a separate TikTok for the podcast or not. Like we like I already promoted enough on my own TikTok. So like if you're here from my TikTok, welcome, folks. Um, I got some of my amazing clan and my fire team with me here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it over to Toll. How you doing, Toll? What is up? I am Toll. Um, you can't find me anywhere else other than here. <laughs> That's so funny. You're just in the ground, like <laughs> I'm just here. You can find me in the Cosdrum Radio. I am the Tollinator on Destiny. Yeah, I'm also a Titan. I'm not as good as Panda. I'm getting there. I'm getting I mean, there. I ain't like like, like I'm, I talk a big game. I'm not the big, the best Titan that ever lived, but like nah. when, when when you need the best, I, I was I'm the best bubble Titan that ever lived because like I, the I best bubble through. Titan that ever lived. Because when everyone's dead in a raid, like like to this day, my, one of my favorite moments of all time raiding was I was doing Master of Vault of Glass, and everybody thought they could survive just hanging out in the well. But no one wanted to get in the bubble. And I'm just standing there with my whole fire team dead. And I'm the only man standing. I'm like, well, now, how the turntables? <laughs> but no, uh, this is uh, uh, thank you, Toll, for being here at the, at the release in the, in the back of the studio. Um, <laughs> and then we have uh, Prismatic. How you doing? Hello. I'm good. Um, I am Prismatic Liches uh, on Destiny and on. Most platforms on Twitter, I'm Rainbow Girl Vows, which is what my handle used to be on Bungie, and on TikTok, I am Soft Hugs and Monsters. So it's all different. <laughs> and all right. I am your I'm your resident hunter main. Wow, two titans and a hunter. This is gonna be a weird show. <laughs> yeah, there are, we got all the crayons here. <laughs> See, that, 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 that's a touchy topic. Well, we might have to get to that one day. But um, but like. But the very least, yes, there are some crayons here. There are some there are some swords and bows and knives for the hunters in the room. Like sooner or later, we'll have a couple guests on uh, that are warlocks. Don't don't get it twisted. But like the the, the epic battle of titans versus hunters wages on in in, in this podcast. Um, well, but like is, I said, uh, no you can follow this podcast. 
There is no battle. What do you mean there's no battle? All we do is fight about which one is better. There is no battle. Surprise, surprise. New season, Solar 3.0. Titans are invincible and hunters get nothing. No, no, Titans are not invincible. Try it again. Classy restoration, worm husk crown ass. Um, Omnioculus hiding in corners with, with, with your Lord of Wolves ass. You ain't slick. I don't, don't use Omnioculus in Crucible. I'm just saying, yo, yo, hunters be doing that. And you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't like you don't get a free pass just because you don't do it. <laughs> um, no comment. Then, but no, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just get into it. Um, like I'll probably be dropping a trailer with some of the fun stuff that we did recently going through going through a dungeon because that was fun. Uh, just talking about things we enjoy about the game. But no. Um, I'll, 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 swing, I'll swing it back around prismatic. What got you into Destiny? Uh, my partner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when my partner moved in with us, uh, they actually picked up Destiny 1 again. Um, and this was probably like late 2016, early 2017. And they were telling me all about it. And I would kind of like backseat game. Like I'd hang out while they were playing and they were trying to talk to me about it. And I, I tried to engage, but without actually doing the thing, I'm just kind of like, uh-huh. Yep. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Let's look at these really weird monsters and stuff. And then I looked <laughs> on PlayStation because at the time I didn't have an Xbox and they were selling the complete set of destiny one and all the DLCs for like a really discounted price. So I bought it and started playing so that I would know what they were talking about and we could, you know, share stories and laugh and like actually understand it. And then back in those days, I was on Tumblr and I ended up meeting somebody on there who was like, yeah, you can come play with us. And that started my whole crazy delving into Destiny 1 and becoming absolutely friggin' obsessed. And that was march 2017 before destiny 2 came out and i have a stupid amount of time wasted on destiny <laughs> fair enough um so for me i remember the day destiny came out i i just became a freshman in college and like a couple of the friends that i had known um had bought it and i was like you know what screw it i'm gonna go buy it too and i go buy it and start playing through it and just from jump, I remember watching the first trailer as I was loading, booting up the game, and saw just this Titan drop the the like the the arc ability at the time, like the the, the really crappy arc super that existed where it was just a slam attack, and that was still so striking to me. Here, get a striker. Um, where that that was so perfect, and I said, all right, cool, make a Titan. And ever since then, I've just been this like exo titan barreling through space and i will admit um my friends that had it on xbox and i had and i had it on playstation so they're all enjoying this content while i'm over here and i never really felt safe playing with for, uh, with anyone for personal reasons so i just like did all the content by myself for the first like lifespan of destiny one pretty much um i never really did any raids i did solo crota on my own that was a fun experience, but in general, um, I just never really rated it. Like, like no one will ever consider Crota a raid after like how bad it's just been falling off. Because like now it's a glorified dungeon. It was a glorified like, drag before dungeons were a thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so like in general, it, like once Rise of Iron came out, I remember playing like the first mission. I was like, 
you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of playing with myself. I'm tired of playing this game. I'm just going to go elsewhere. And I stopped playing Destiny. And then I, I think there was a good, like, four-year gap. And then around the time Season of Arrivals for Destiny 2 was rolling out, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, my roommate um, <laughs> like got me back into the game because like she was just like, yo, you need to get back in. Destiny's great. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> and I come back in swinging. Like, my, like I, I remember booting it up and my Titan just being there waiting for me. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And I just like, like come swinging deep. I remember rolling through the Red War campaign and the ARC subclass actually did a thing <laughs> and it was fun. Um, but no, in general, it's just um, now more than ever, I'm, I'm out here running my own clan. I was starting this up, and it's, it's gonna be a fun time. I I have become the ultimate bubble titan, as now we've said, and it's just it's it's been fun. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, Toll, what you got? What brought you here? I mean, I'm kind of along the same path as you. I saw that the first trailer of Destiny One, and I was like, I gotta have it. So fre- freshman year of high school, I had it pre-ordered. I picked it up. I was playing it. Had a great time. Had no idea what a raid was or anything like that. That's fair. Played all the way through everything. Never, and then once I finally learned learned what a raid was, I was like, "Oh!" So I went back and did all the raids, did everything. Predator Destiny Two. Played that. Stopped playing during Warmind just because I got bored. Fair. Warmind was a boring time. Wait, that was after. Warmind wasn't that bad. bad. Uh, it was after 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 the the Osiris DLC. I was like, then I came back for Forsaken, and then I just got tired. Came back, seasonal arrivals, and here we are. Fair enough. I have a question. Um, Told, did you play Destiny One when it first came out? Yeah, I was playing it day one. Ooh, let's age ourselves right now. You were a freshman in high school. I was a freshman in college. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean, it's not like four years younger than us. That ain't that bad. <laughs> oh my god! I got a big head and little arms. Um, but <laughs> if you got that niche Disney reference, you are awesome. Um, but no, nah, so like, yeah, that's just a little introduction to how we roll. Um, this the show is definitely going to be just a weekly, weekly thing, going over the twab, going about this, like, like talking about the different topics that are going on. Um, it's, it's ironic. Twab it was honestly, it was a very like not existing twab. Um, I did kind of want to throw my my computer screen out the window when uh hippie wrote this, and she flat out just goes, "Hey, I yeah, know we're not gonna address the um the issue with last word before uh, trials this weekend." And I, I remember going. I like earlier today, I went into a couple of glory matches because I was trying to get some leaves for the for the solstice, which we will talk about next week. And just last word, blah, 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 like everybody's just like getting too tapped by it. And I'm like, bro, what? Oh, huh? Maybe I'll be avoiding trials this week. See, and I, I, like, honestly, if it weren't for the fact of the build that I put together for this weekend, I would be doing the same thing because, yo. Bungie kind of fucked up. They kind of said, yo, um, you, you know that box-breathing hung jury adept you got sitting in your vault from when you grinded GMs for a whole season? Um, We gonna make that meta. 
And I was out here triple tapping people, just like doink, 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 like just just dead. I I, I played I got played a few rumble matches, a few glory matches. I got I got up to fifty kills with it. It's just sitting proud, waiting for tomorrow. Ah <laughs> uh, man, I was uh, I wasn't playing during when the Hun jury was around. He'll come back around. See, and that's a really good point that we might we'll, we'll get to. Like, actually, we can talk about that right now. It's just like the recent um. Um, like, 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 not really sunsetting, but like rotation of weapons that have sort of that sort of stalled high end content because you have not only GMs, which is Grandmaster Nightfalls for newer people, but also Trials of Osiris, where I saw Fallout plays a, a really good YouTuber make a video about it today, where people aren't wanting to play Trials that much, primarily because of the loot, and the same thing with yeah. the um, Grandmasters, the loot really isn't that good because. When the GM, the, the Grandmasters were first introduced a while back to have specific weapons, there was the Shadow Price, the Palindrome, and the Swarm minigun at first. Those, those are the ones that came out at, at one time. Then the next season, or the next, like two seasons later, they introduced the Hung Jury and the Hothead. And then, like a couple seasons later, now they've rotated out Shadow Price, Swarm, and Hung Jury. But no one understands why hung jury when palindrome came first, and now we have the situation where the, where this archetype of of scout rifles has become meta, where now it's like because of the, the uh, Tuesday's update, you're going to be seeing the scout rifle just mapping people and three tapping people, and they can't obtain it. And same thing with trials where they rotated out the messenger. Shira's Wrath and Igneous Hammer, three of the best weapons to ever come to Destiny. And now we're in a situation where, where pulse rifles have gotten buffed. Uh, Shira's Wrath is just a freaking auto rifle on crack. And Igneous Hammer, despite being a lower RPM hand cannon, can still be competition for some of the best guns in the game. And I'm sitting here like, Bungie, what are you doing? Yeah, no, my thing is like, you've introduced two craftable slampers you brought back the beloved mm. why i would say keep the hothead rocket launcher and take out the silk on the roma there's no need to have i i'm sorry if you like that snipe adept sniper rifle but with the beloved being in the game i don't see a point for it anymore uh before i before i go on uh Prismata, you were gonna say something oh isn't she as wrath and smg yeah, sorry about this SMG, but like it, it can outshoot auto rifles as well. It's like it's just an auto oh. rifle on crack, if we're being honest. I was like, I know I don't yeah. play the game, but I'm pretty sure that's an SMG. <laughs> um, and well, the, the, the thing that bugged me was they didn't really rotate things out correctly because, especially for GMs and Nightfalls, they said, yo, we're going to take two of the weapons that were introduced first and one of the weapons that is probably going to be important because not only have multiple seasons now has scout rifles been a um champion mod for nightfalls but now we're like yo this hand cannon is getting outclassed by other hand cannons because of Allstringer and beloved coming back the, the the menagerie weapons from back in the day coming back and not being craftable palindrome yeah it can get a debt mod but it can't stand up to Allstringer. so it's like you have this gun now that's sitting here because it was kind of meta for a hot second, 
and then you shelved a scout rifle that I'll be completely honest, like Hung Jury is one of the best scout rifles that ever in the game. They brought it back to high acclaim and it only lasted two seasons or like two or three seasons, I think. If less, because it came out back during uh, season 14. Okay, so maybe it lasts about four seasons, three, four seasons. And even even then, it's still like it didn't get enough time for people to get it. And like, especially when there was multiple Nightfall weapons in the rotation, not everyone got the, the hung jury role they wanted. And some people fell off the game for a while. I don't know. I, I feel some type of way about that because hung jury didn't get to really be here that long. I mean, you could, in my opinion, you could just kind of chalk it up to the same sort of like, if you want it, you'll play it. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because, I mean, that's that's a lot of the complaints I hear about people as far as like trials goes. Like, oh, people are complaining that they can't get the higher tier loot that is trapped behind this one game mode. It's like, yeah, if you want it, you have to play it. And that's me talking to someone who does not go into trials unless I'm playing with two very specific people. Because I have been, That's really good I have been screwed over so many times trying to play comp, and I don't even play comp unless I'm playing with the specific people that I can trust. Because I have been ditched, and I have been that person that is now suddenly the only person on my fire team in comp, just emoting with the other team Oof. like I'm not winning this. I know better. That, that's very <laughs> fair. That's very fair. And like to that point, even now with trials, I feel like every trials of Osiris weapon that has come out should be able to be focused because of how they've re redone umbral engrams or trials engrams because the only guns that aren't in the rotation right now in terms of trials of osiris are shire's wrath messenger igneous hammer the other fusion rifle that wasn't that good astral Her and astral horizon which is five guns if they added those, especially and added those guns to the focusing section, don't even make them able to be obtained in the loot pool, just in the in the in the focusing, and then have the quote unquote rotation of what is the adept weapon of the week in trials be. How about make that be a certain rotation, but don't take away the guns from the focusing pool, because now you have situations where occasionally an Astral Horizon pops up that no one can obtain. You have Messenger now getting buffed to the point that Messenger and No Time to Explain the Exotic Pulse Rifle are two of the best guns in PvP now, and people just can't obtain it now. I would and, also, in loop, I'm oh, sorry to interject, but I would loop into those Pulse Rifles the new purpose as well. Mm -hmm. It's not the as good. Is, yeah. Not as good, but it's the same. Or it's a step down. I was gonna say, I swear, I was just listening to someone talk about the new purpose. Oh, it was you on my phone. Oh yeah, oh yeah, new purpose is really, like from the new dungeon is really good, and I want to talk about the dungeon as a lore episode one day. But like, um, the the the, the, the new purpose is great. I think the problem with the new purpose and Insidious, the the raid uh, pulse as well, is that they're a lower RPM, which well like rounds per minute. That that they're not hitting as harder as other pulse rifles. That, like, yes, new purpose can get Desperado. But even then, Messenger in no time can two-tap by the time New Purpose is three-tapped, if that makes sense. So it's like, it's kind of, eh. Um, so, you yeah, know, like, I really feel as if, like, A, Zavala should have a focusing pool, too. I feel like there needs to be Nightfall or Vanguard and Grams. That'd be a great way to fix Zavala's problem. And then, because he's the only vendor... Well, Shaq's too, technically. But, like, 
he's the only vendor who has high-end content loot that can't be obtained from a focusing method because you have Drifter who has the Gambit focusing, you have Iron Banner focusing now, and you have Trials focusing. But Zavala's the only one who can't, like, focus an engram into a Silicon Aroma or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Any thoughts on that idea? I love that idea. That'd be great. Be great with to do things. Um, but, they can introduce, so, like, a Nightfall engram. Well, you know, like, like a Nightfall engram or, like, a Vanguard engram. Just something that will pique people's interest to go focus things at Zavala because everyone hates Zavala, but that's a that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Zavala, Zavala is Zavala. Zavala is one of the greatest him... characters in gaming, and I will die on that hill. That's why we call him Zuzu Vela. Yeah, I'm sure that's fine. Hey, man. <laughs> Asher Mira was a great character. Yes, Asher Mira was. Sad old man. Also, I will stand by that. Prismatic, I hear you grumble in the background. What are you over there saying? Nothing. No, no, you talking shit. Speak your, speak your mind. No, no, I was just saying, I'm sure that's why you like Zavala. Hey, just because <laughs> I saw... Just, hey, I, like, listen, listen, listen. Listen, Linda. I, not, listen, Linda. Like, the man, like, conveys a amount of strength, and he, he like, like, Lance Reddick is just daddy in general. <laughs> But like Zavala, him, but like Zavala, like well, he wasn't daddy looking like Blade in the new Resident Evil show. I'll, I'll say that much. But like, um, but Zavala will always be daddy. I'm, I, I will die on the hill. Like you, the Zavala can literally like, 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 like he, he, well, he's done. A, he's he's had, he's had to make some sacrifice. But like Zavala could could get with Kaido, and I'd still be like, yo, I, I, I'm all about this. Like uh, Zavala is getting with Kaido, is is which is confirmed? fine. There's no. been like there's been like like lore snippets of like them growing closer, and there was that whole hand thing at the end of the seasonal content this season, oh. like where he t- touched his hand to her arm. I just thought of something. <laughs> what? So do you remember my whole sentiment about the cabal and their faces? What, what was what was it, since we haven't aired that trailer yet? What what was your sentiment about the cabal, oh, Prismatic? Okay, so I I personally am not a fan of the cabal faces naturally. Just something about their facial structure. I don't like the way their mouths are shaped. It's just a personal preference. Not a fan. They don't like that cabussy. <laughs> Oh my god. No. Oh my no. god. <laughs> but so I don't I don't like the way their faces are structured. I saw right before we did this, somebody on Twitter <laughs> made fan art of a baby cabal like holding on to Zavala's leg and I was like, no, I hate it because I had a close up of a face. I was like, I no, that person is talented. Good for you, but I hate it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I see like but then but here was the here was the weird thing. When, when we when we were filming the trailer and, and you and we, you and we asked you um what race would you be down to get with? You said the elixir. And I'm like, yo, but like what's wrong with space rhinos though? Like it, it... <laughs> first off, I would like to say I don't know why I didn't cons- when you said could you would you sleep with anyone no. in Destiny? I don't know why my brain went enemies and not just any character that exists within the game. Because I said alien <laughs> races. You could have picked anybody. You could have picked Marasaw for all I, I care. Like I said alien I races. But I know. Now we gotta know. 
are you or are you not sub to Marasov's OnlyFans? No. We have to answer the real questions here. No, but they are sub to Crow's OnlyFans. You shut up. Oh yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way she knows what's going on with him. <laughs> that's how she keeps tabs. I would not sub to Marasov's OnlyFans. I mean, I respect the power. Good on you. She's made decisions, a lot of decisions for things. It's a struggle that I will never understand, but it's, I don't agree with the whole emotional manipulation stuff that gets me upset. And it's not just because it was Crow or Ultron, like in general, that kind of stuff is upsetting to me. So I don't know that I would ever sub to her. I've also didn't never thought she was attractive. So that would be a no for me. <laughs> but, but, but you, you didn't, you, you didn't deny, you didn't deny being su su uh, subscribed to Crow's OnlyFans. I couldn't but... really see him making OnlyFans, honestly, but <laughs> I mean, it's just... You know who do, who does have an OnlyFans? Don't say it. Who? Shaxx. <laughs> why, why would Shax have an OnlyFans? Of all people. I would sub... The helmet stays on. <laughs> I would sub to that OnlyFans just to see, like, what So that that's his bio on there. It's, the helmet stays on, that's it. Nah, man, nah. Like, Shax wouldn't do, um, he wouldn't do OnlyFans. He would do, like, motivational speeches or, like, or, like, 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 it would say ASMR, but it's really just Shax yelling at you to be confident <laughs> yourself. Like, that's what, that, that's oh, what, that's what Shax like that, would do. Actually. It's all the posts are in all like, legit. <laughs> that would be his TikTok. That would be his TikTok. Like, literally, like, 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 like Shax, like, 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 like Shax moments or something like that would just be. Like the crucible beckons guardian, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh god! It just be off the chain. Speaking of shacks, I really wish if somebody from Bungie ever listens to this, God forbid. Fuck! Please put Shaxercise on Spotify. Shaxercise. That's what they call Shax's mixtape that's in Zavala's office. Uh, please put it on Spotify. I will listen to it on my commute to work. The fact that it's on YouTube makes it really hard because it's... Is it real? Have you not heard Shax's mixtape, the one in Zavala's office? I haven't. I haven't. Oh! I, I might need to go I might need to go peep that after the show. Um you can go on YouTube. It's it's literally called Shaxercise. And it was it was that sounds hilarious. by the Bungie YouTube or Destiny YouTube. No, you know, you know what track I need from this season that's just a freaking bop? I need um the new Iron Banner theme music that plays at the tower that was also used in the um the cutscene where Shat where uh, Saladin sacrifices himself for Crow. And it's just a bop. Like I don't I don't know if it's from um like from D1 or not, but like if it's not, if it's brand new, it's just a bob. Like you about to throw hands with somebody and it's just like oh, somebody made I swear to god hour loop if they Shax do not guys. change Shax's audio next season, I'm gonna throw a fit. What do you mean? Lucent Hive risen by the traveler bro i i like that's saladin but like i i'm so like i appreciate i will say this i appreciate that they're trying to change a couple of the audios of the tower but like you know saladin keeps saying like the like the same things over and over again and i want to like like just rip his throat out because like it's just it's annoying but granted he didn't say much to begin with originally when he was up in the corner of the tower but like now it's just he says the same things over and over again, and I'm just like, you're more repetitive than an old girl from Eververse. Like, you, you, you really repetitive. Also, I'm surprised they didn't change his name. 
What the what the what the Valus Forge? Yeah. I mean, he's still Saladin. It's just he's Valus Forge under Keitel with, with the Cabal. He's still Saladin. Right. I honestly wonder what they're gonna do with his character now that that's a thing. Like, if going forward, there are they are gonna make changes to him, whether it's a name or how he appears, his appearance, stuff like that. Like, I don't want to say they would give him a fancy Cabal like thing, but. I mean, maybe. I hope they do. Like the one that Kaido has, has the spikies on it. Cowl? It'd be cool if he got some different armor. I, I think the one thing that I enjoyed this season was there's a great audio log of, like, um, once you finish one of the public events on the Leviathan, where um, where Kaido asks for a status report of the ships, and uh, Saladin mentions that, um, that even the, the Cabal ships are defending the helm as if it was one of their own and she goes yo it is one of our own because like your soldiers are protected just like because they're our soldiers and i'm like that's a good like 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 leader right there where you respect joe man so much to let like like like, to let him be a part of his like original crew but also like you run his shit too like that was so cool to me yeah so you know I'm, i'm excited to see what happens this season, going finally going back on track to <laughs> this, what we were going to talk about this episode, like this whole season as a whole. I love Keitel. She has become one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. simply because of just her integration into the story and how they presented her character. I'm really enjoying what they're doing with her character. They're really sticking to her character too. They haven't like really softened her much. She is still the badass leader of her people that she has been from the get go and. She continues to surprise me, regard like my right. cabal bias aside. She continues to surprise me as a character, and I I even liked the sound clips of like reading about the relationship that was supposed to be between her and Gaul, like the friendship aspect of it. I liked that, and then you know it all gets twisted and shit at the end. But you know, yeah, no. Well, going like, off, what... oh god, going off of that, like doing the last sever mission. My my game had glitched, and she was like, "Oh, that's it." And then she was supposed to like walk off and teleport. <laughs> she just stood there, and then disappeared from my screen. <laughs> the teleport animation didn't go, didn't play. That's funny. <laughs> so I'm just like, Cabal's got the Cabal's got some new uh, new teleportation tech." I guess. Yeah. Um, but like, I think. What really caught my eye about Keitel is that one thing she says to Gaul is that like I'm not gonna lead like y'all did where you like where everyone is expendable, everybody um doesn't matter. It's only in the pursuit of conquering because the cabal can exist in society without conquering everyone. They can have their own existence without always being the like the like the controllers of everything. They can have allies, they can rule through their words. And that was one thing she said was rule with her words. And I was like, that's that takes a lot of guts because she doesn't lose any stoicism. She she, she keeps that strength about her because there's that great moment where she like whips out her sword, which I want her sword so bad. And like she shanks uh, Gaul's ghost and goes, nah, man, I, I'm better than you. And I'm like, that's that's so good. That's so good that she's able to finally say that. And I will say, in regards to the season, and I will swear on this, she's the only one 
that needed to have a second week of replaying her crap because with Zavala and Crow, it felt like we were just padding it out. With her, it felt like you know you got you got your butt kicked by Gaul one time. Now we have to go back and fix it. With the other ones, it was like, oh, you can't get over this now. You really can't get over this. We've been dealing with your crap for how long? See, and that's where especially Crow. That's where, that's where I, that's where I'll disagree with you, especially playing the first ever mission with Crow. It's all of the characters were given two weeks specifically because you were asking them to overcome what to them was a huge trauma or you know huge issue you have crow who thanks to savathun knows aldrin who he was and what he did and also his trauma of when he first became a guardian having no idea who he was and guardians just killing him on site especially that one lore piece about how it took him like three days to die of internal bleeding from that titan who broke his pelvis then you have then (laughs) and then you have have zavala with Sophia, like losing the person that he loves, losing their son together, and him ultimately walking away so that she could have the life she deserved, and he wouldn't have to, you know, watch her grow old or watch her be miserable with them being together because, you know, I mean, she is eventually going to grow old and die. So I felt that the two, mind you, the grind part of it was like, do we have to do this for two weeks? But like story wise, it makes sense in my opinion. Fair enough. But uh, I don't know. I just, it, like, at least for Zavala, Zavala could have been one week, and then there could have been, like, there was this, I don't know if it was to give Ikora's voice actors a break, or to, like, whatever, but in the lore tabs, Ikora has a whole thing where she goes to the Daryl Le- Le- Leviathan, and she deals with Cade as her ghost. And I'm over here like, yo... Nolan North voiced him once. Why can't we just have Cade be a ghost to fuck with Ikora? Why can't that be week four and, and Zavala's stuff be week three? Like, it felt as if we had untapped potential for storytelling. And granted, they're, they, they didn't want to have Cade to start slaying everybody as a ghost. That'd be kind of depressing. But, like, <laughs> I feel like every Hunter main in the world would just be ready to fight Bungie after that. But, like, which probably... <laughs> But, like, I just feel like there was some lost potential there. Yeah. I don't know if it was a contractual thing or if they did it specifically so they wouldn't face the potential backlash of turning someone who's beloved by a lot of the the fandom into a villain-type character. But, I mean, Mm. I was really fascinated when I learned that that lore lore, um, piece existed because... It wasn't, mm-hmm. as far as nightmares go, that's not who I would expect to be her nightmare. I mean, it makes sense in a way. But like, I, I, like, I think her real nightmare should be Osiris. But like, they probably saved that for Saint, because in Saint's uh, lore books, he was afraid that his nightmare would be, would be Osiris. So like, And he was like, I'm not going to the moon. Moon's you know, he's too straight, haunted. You know, he straight up said, moon's too haunted, I'm not doing that. Because like, that would just be a bad idea, bruh. I'm like I respect that so much. Um, you know, we 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 stand safe fourteen in Osiris in this house. Um, but yep. Just in general, that was just like uh, that broke me a little bit. But I core, I feel like there was some lost potential there. But uh, in in terms of the season overall, I think there was a lot of reusing of assets that was a problem at times. The biggest one ex- time, the, the one there was one time. 
Well, no, there, there was multiple because you have the reusing of the scorn enemies, um, freaking knockoff uh, Omnigal slash what, uh, what, what, what's her name from from the from the Cosmodrome strike? Novoda, yeah, Novoda. Like they put Novoda on on the Leviathan. They put two. They put the the one the scion. They put the machinist on, on the Leviathan. They put like the one scion boss on the Leviathan. Like it just it felt like there was a lot if of you... reusing of assets. Now I want to make it very clear. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's a difference between reusing assets and recycling guns, like reissuing guns. Because I will never say because there was a TikTok I saw recently where someone got like was was got mad that Bungie doesn't like make new content that he just bringing back old guns. I'm like I, I don't I will never be mad about them bringing back old weapons, but I think it's a problem when we're reusing assets, especially the way they did in the finale this season of the of the story where they just copied and pasted the giant um callous head from the Leviathan raid into the final mission. And it was like, you couldn't just show us Callus's true form one time, like Not one yet. time. <laughs> That's for, that is for Lightfall when he's the actual raid boss. Oh, oh God! That, that would that, that, that I mean that would be iconic. It's just we know from the um the the the, the lore tabs of the Presage mission from a couple seasons ago that like Callus is nothing like his robots. He's shriveled up. He's like dead looking. Granted, now with the witness, he might look totally different. But like in general, it just it feels real weird that he, like we we just didn't get to see Callus. We just see Ghost Head Callus from like the fiftieth time. That's because I think that is his form now. It's not a body. He's like a brain in a jar, almost. <laughs> it talked about him like transcending and, so- and communing with the darkness and stuff. So that I agree with Toll that. I think that is Callus. Okay. I can admit when I'm beat. Makes sense. Um, in terms of the weapons for this season, I think <laughs> I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the reissuing of the Leviathan weapon, the menagerie weapons, was a great thing. I think I, I'm gonna be the controversial uh, person in the room. I don't know. They they'll, they'll agree with me on this, but I think making them craftable was a mistake. Because now with crafting being as divisive as it is, it should have been the other way around that the new weapons were craftable and like the new like derelict Leviathan weapons were craftable and the menagerie weapons you had to chase for your role. Because they like they made getting the weapons like the red border weapons for crafting so difficult for those, but also now everyone just has these perfect static rolls of all these iconic weapons from the menagerie. And other than like a couple of niche things like the shotgun, now that, now that the, the auto rifle and the scout rifle have gotten buffed, they're going to be kind of dangerous. And like the rocket launcher is decent, but otherwise no one's really going to be touching those. And I feel as if it was a mistake for Bungie to make all of the menagerie weapons craft, especially things like Drang, and beloved and Austrian are like Callus Mutual to a lesser extent because Callus Mutual is great for PVE and PvP. But Callus Mutual, that's my that's my gun, man. It's so good. Like it, it like like just even even the original Mind of Mini Tool was so good that it's like great for PvP and PvE, but I feel as if the other three 
were a mistake. I feel as if making them craftable was a bad call. And I, I don't know how y'all feel about that, but that's just... Like, I, I see where you're coming from, but it's the direction Bungie wants to go in, where they're trying to limit the amount of guns people have. It's like, we give you a way to get the gun you want, rather than have... it's an it, It's simplifying it for casuals, in a way. Okay, but, like, the the other concern there is... Now we have a sniper that's the, one of the easiest snipers to pick up in the game for anybody to learn sniping, and also one of the most powerful snipers in yep. the game. We have a the hand cannon that's again one of the easiest to pick up because it's similar to Eyes Luna in terms of its fire rate, in terms of its, of its abilities, and also it, it's it has a multitude of different perks that anybody can pick up and do whatever they want with. So it's it's very much like. If you watch a YouTube video and find out what's the good perks for it, you have it, and now everyone's running around with the same perks on the gun, rather there being diversity in different things to try out. I, I feel like that's just a bit of a miss. But I think I'm, crafting in general was a mistake. But uh. I like crafting, but I can agree with what you're saying with that. Maybe certain weapons shouldn't be craftable. Maybe maybe they're not craftable, but you can like still buy them and get uh, rolls for them. Right. Maybe Anybody just make that? the Ostringer and Beloved like that. That would have solved everything. Mm-hmm. I... Or put those in the raid. Put those in the duality dungeon instead. Ooh, I... That would have made it better and put the fixed odds and the Epicurean Mm. I like that. That solves that whole issue. That would have solved that whole issue. Just flop the loot pool. They're still craftable, but they're harder to obtain craftable. Mm. Rainbow, your thoughts? So, uh, as, <laughs> as someone who doesn't really use weapon crafting very much, I just kind of look at it as it makes it kind of evens the playing field out for the people that are going to use these and grind the best perks and take them into things like PVP. Because if you give everybody the same toy box, you essentially have to learn how to make it work. So you can either hang or you can't. And instead of everybody just complaining like, oh, there's this new absolutely unattainable OP sniper rifle or something, now you very much have a way to get it. You have to do the initial grind to get enough of the red borders to actually be able to craft it. And then you have to level it up, but then it makes it a level playing field. Once it comes to the point of actually getting your role that you want and taking it into things like crucible or trials, because then you have to learn how to actually use it and be able to use it well and make it work for you. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do. I'm also someone um, that doesn't really use weapon crafting that often. Like, I turn all the stuff in, but I tend to find roles that I like, that I get, and make them work for me, rather than going and chasing, you know, what is the god role for XYZ, and then trying to figure out how to use it. I've done it with a couple of weapons, it's just not how I usually play the game. That's fair. Understandable. Um, I must say, like, that, that's sort of an overview of the seasonal content. Um... We'll probably touch on it towards the end of the season when we do a season wrap-up. But I wanted to give, like, first thoughts and a couple of different things, because like, this is the first episode of the show. Like, things are going to be a thing. Um, before we wrap up, I definitely want to, like, touch on the fact that in this week's TWAB, which is for those, like, who aren't as, like, or sort of casual and not as deep in, into Destiny stuff, 
Um, the, uh, the TWAB is this week at Bungie, which is Bungie's article talking about Destiny and different Bungie-related things. Bungie's the developer. And not, not only did they hint at a big event that's going to be happening on August 23rd, which is the big Bungie showcase, the Destiny 2 showcase, where they're going to be talking about all the new stuff that's coming to the game. We also got a preview for next season of some changes that are coming to Banshee 44, which is the gunsmith, a.k.a. Clovis Brave, but we're not going to talk about that, apparently. Um <laughs> Um, one issue we don't talk about Banshee. <laughs> oh God! Um, but no, um, one issue that's kind of been a complaint from a few different people, including myself, this season has been the fact that like Banshee takes so long to rank up compared to other vendors, and they actually heard us and are listening to us a little bit, and they announced on this week's TWAB that not only are they going to make um the bounties that you cash in for credit for ranks uh, cost more like it's not cost more but like give you more rank as in next season they're going from uh from 50 from 25 to 50 reputation so you have a chance to get 200 reputation per day from just the uh like the four regular not not counting the optional repeat ones so that's a cool thing and they're also making it all legendary Weapons that in exotic weapons that you deconstruct uh, give you five reputations instead of three. That's been going on the past couple seasons, which that it's been kind of hard, yeah, because like you go through so many blue weapons, so many uh, legendary weapons that you don't want are bad rolls that like you never get to the end of Banshee's rank. Like if it weren't for the legendary shard glitch that happened a while back, I'd have never seen the end of Banshee's rank system. <laughs> uh-uh, so I'm barely, barely getting there. So, like, I, I feel like this is a good step in the right direction. Um, I hope, like, I'm, I'm guessing y'all, y'all kind of agree on that one. Yeah, because yep. I used to rank him up like it was nothing, and now all of a sudden I don't think I've reset him at all. Yeah. Like, Shaq's, I'm on, like, my seventh reset. Bro, I'm on my, like, like 15th reset with Shaq's this season because of Trials <laughs> and I are better. And um, it's just which... like, they had double Crucible XP during Iron Banner week. Yup. <laughs> and so like now like, oh. is nutty as <laughs> Um and what made it even worse was they were like, yo, every time you rank up shacks, you get more perks on the, the crucible guns that you get from <laughs> rewards. So you have like three different perks in each of your columns that you can swap through. Like I have like four god rolls of like survivor's epitaph the on hand cannon um uh, stars and shadow like the auto rifle like, i have all these god rolls now and it's just like okay like I, I literally got the perfect stars and shadow that has outlaw in the, in the third column and then kill clip and head seeker in the fourth column so it's just i have this amazing pulse rifle for pvp when it was like, like when, if i get bored of my other pulse rifles <laughs> i have a riptide with heating up and then it has Chill Clip, Vorpal, and Harmony. That's kind of nutty. <laughs> so, you know, that I don't need like, any other Riptide now. No, you don't, honestly. I, I got a Perpetual Motion one that has successful warm up and Chill Clip. So, like, I'm just, I'm sad, dog. I'm happy. Um, so, you know, like, that was a cool thing they're doing with Banshee. But, you know, mark your calendars, guys. August 23rd, that's going to be a cool thing. Um, what day? It's is a Tuesday. It? Uh, you'll know because you'll hear me screeching okay, so, from work when it takes place as what happens every year <laughs> i just sit in the office and watch it and just shriek about did you see the new thing i'm about to say yeah i'll probably be at work by the time it goes on so yeah we'll definitely have 
that was that Thursday to talk about it because we we record Thursdays and release Friday. So like that's yep. like that way we can that way we can get the twab, talk about things that happen in the twab and whatnot, the, but also talk for about once different... I actually read it before we recorded something and it was like there was nothing to it and I was wow. like read it. The one time you read it, it's light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, you give us one good change. Thank you. That's about it. But you ain't fixing last word until next week. Bungie, what oh. you doing? I, hmm. And next I'm... week, they're, the voting for the Crucible maps is going out mm-hmm. for uh, trials. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. That, that, like, that they're letting us vote. Because, yo, Eternity, if y'all don't vote for Eternity, I'm, I'm going to be so angry. Because, like, that was the thing that made me mad about the last voting, is Vostok was one of the options for trials, and nobody picked it. And it's like, bro, y'all complained so much about no new Crucible maps, and Bungie reissues two of them. And like for, they took away previously, and y'all don't want to play on them. Explain, <laughs> like so, y'all better pick Eternity for Trials next week. Dang it! Um, so yeah, look, uh, if, like if you, if you get that, like the, the newsletter, make sure that you vote for for Eternity because like no one wants to play Trials on Widow's Court. Come on now, no one wants to do that. And like Rustin Lambs ain't that bad, but like no one wants to play Trials on Widow's Court. That's a sniper. Eternity right is there. a great map. Right, like it, it, it can you can be close range, it can be long range, it can be mid range. It has so many different angles, and, the ma- and, and it has that moving bridge. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I love Eternity. So, so yeah, like vote for Eternity, please. <laughs> but yeah, and thank you. Uh, that and, and thank you. Um, but that'll be that'll be us wrapping the show up, uh, folks. Don't forget that you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmo on Radio. Um, apparently, you can't follow Toll at all anywhere. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but you know, but you you I'm have you heard where you, you're a glaive. <laughs> I'm an enigma. Yeah, I am a glaive. Apparently, Toll is a glaive now confirmed. Uh, we can craft Toll on, 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 on uh, Mars. Um, but if anything, the, I'm the Thunder Lord. Jesus Christ. Oh my lord! <laughs> I actually ran into somebody whose name was Thunderhead, like from Incredibles and in, in Glory this week, and I was like, "What the heck? That'd be a great thing to like turn to, to, like, like use your one Bungie name change to Thunder Lord. That'd be dope as hell, especially with Arc 3.0 being next season." And you just have to commit to the bit. You can't use any other DPS. You have to use the Thunder Lord. Oh, oh my man. God. Um, but yeah, but yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter. That way you get updates whenever the show goes live. Um, and and like just look out. Like I, I'm still debating. We're still debating about the TikTok, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, like yep. like, but but if you are here for my TikTok or Prismatic's TikTok, welcome. We love having y'all here. Um, but no, no. Is, is there any closing thoughts that you'd like to leave these people with for our first episode? For the Solstice event, you do not have to pl- play on all of your characters. You only have to play on one to get yes. the full seasonal steal. They did confirm that. Um, they did. They did confirm that you only need to play on one character. Um. I'm happy that y'all tuned in. I'm excited to see what happens to the show. Prismatic, do you have any closing thoughts? For those people out there who have never done raids or have a really hard time finding an LFG, if our clan were to open up some spots to take some people through the raids, which raid would you want to do? I like that. Any raid in D2. Any dungeon in D2. Like 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 now with the rotation, like we we will do div runs, we will do last wish runs. We're like there's we're doing we're doing a last wish tomorrow. Like we we will do whatever, whatever y'all need to like let us know. GMs, 
I'm definitely doing a GM tomorrow because like, your, bo- your boy needs some loot. <laughs> so, you know, I like, will join you on that. Basically, yes. let uh, us know I, I what do... you want to do yeah. and we will save you a seat on the bus, on the sparrow, on the ship. <laughs> All right. On the helm. <laughs> on the helm. Yeah, because we do, we, do, we do group up at the helm. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for tuning in, folks, and we will catch you guys next time here at uh, Cosmo Radio. We're tuning out.